I want to walk you today through some opportunity and intelligence gathering techniques. There are a handful of different ways to gather intelligence on an opportunity. In fact, there's probably way more techniques than I'm going to cover today, but I'm going to cover, you know, eight or so, eight to 10 of them today with you here. After I cover those, the most important part is I'm going to run through a scenario. I just did this for a client the other day and they were blown away. They were like, I never thought about those little things that you just covered in here. And that was really, really important. I want to walk through all of this for you. Number one here on our techniques is looking at people's forecasts. Now you can Google any agency in the word forecast or budget or things like that. And by the way, you can Google the president's budget and all those different types of things. And you can find information on just about any agency by just Googling that and downloading a forecast or a budget. Here's the deal. Not all of those forecasts that are out there are very good. You may pull something up and you're like, man, there's like 12 things in this forecast. You're telling me the army's only got 12 things going on. Well, I'm telling you that's all they put in the forecast right now that they're sharing publicly, right? Or they're sharing at a really, really high level with not a lot of information. I think the air force does a great job of doing a pretty good in-depth forecast. Other agencies will build those things on their websites. Sometimes you've got to contact a contracting officer or the small business office or someone to find it. Cause you may be looking all over in the internet, Googling it and be like, man, I just can't find it. Well, that's where you reach out to that small business office and ask them for help with that. Hopefully they can provide that for you. But those forecasts have information on opportunity. That's the first one here to look at. The next one is sources sought in RFIs. Because guess what? If they're putting out a source of sought in an RFI, they're interested in acquiring that product or service. There's intelligence in there. There's often quantities and descriptions and who the end user is and all that information in there that you didn't have before. That's another way to gain intelligence on an opportunity. Another one, number three, is going to conferences and just talking to people. When you're at conferences, it is amazing to me the things that people will say, whether it is just a colleague in the market or somebody from the agency, a contracting officer, whatever it may be, there's somebody there that's going to be talking about something in the agency and there's usually a chance to go up to that person whether it's at lunch or after they speak and just ask them a quick question. Going to conferences is a great way to gather intelligence on an opportunity. Industry days are another one. In fact, guess what? The whole purpose of an industry day is to tell you all about an opportunity. So if you are working with an agency and they say, we're going to have this industry day on whatever to talk about this big opportunity, that's your chance to go and learn more about it and ask questions. So take them up on that. The next one here is employees on site. I can't tell you how often I talk to clients and I say, are you getting information from your employees on a regular basis? And when I say regular basis, I mean daily, weekly, monthly reports from them. They don't all have to write daily reports, but if something goes down in the office today and it's a big deal, I want a phone call or an email. Don't wait to the end of the week, end of the month to shoot me a note and say, hey, you know, 30 days ago, the president happened to show up in the office and complain about this or that. And and say, you know what, we're going to fix this for you guys and get you some money and blah, whatever, right? If something major happens in that office, you want to know about it 
that particular day. But the bigger picture here is a lot of times we're not training employees to gather intelligence while they're on site to notice the other contractors that are working there. Who's there? Who does the government like? Who do they not like? What are they whispering about problems that they have? Man, you know, gosh, this is the 15th time we've had to reinstall this product or whatever, or man, this product doesn't work like it should. I can't believe we pay all this money for it. Those conversations happen all the time or other problems they have. You know, they're sitting at lunch in a break room somewhere and they're complaining about how something doesn't work. Or, you know, we always buy these light bulbs from this one company and half the box is always broken. And, you know, whatever the deal is, right? And I'm just making these up. But if your employees are trained to listen for that and feed that information back to you, you will learn a lot about opportunities well before they hit the street which is the name of the game. Another thing is agency websites. There is all kinds of information on agency websites. And it blows my mind when people are trying to target a specific agency and they're not looking at their social media. They're not looking at their website. They're not actually going in depth on the resource guides because a lot of them, such as, again, the Army. I'll go particular at Fort Hood. There's guides on how to do business with the Army at Fort Hood. It's on their website. It's literally a roadmap to how to do business with them. And people don't go and look at that. Did you know we have our own government contracting community? It's called Federal Access. And inside Federal Access, you have all the tools, tips, strategies, documents, templates, everything you're ever going to need to be a government contractor. But you also get brought into our ecosystem. You get into our private LinkedIn group and you get into our live events and all that kind of thing when you become a member of Federal Access. To learn more, go to federal-access.com forward slash game changers. Now let's get back into this episode. The next one is specifically social media. Not only looking at what the agency is posting, but what are their employees posting about and interacting with them on social media, asking them questions. Hey, they just posted something. And instead of me sending an email or something along those lines, just reply to their post. It creates engagement. It helps them get more visibility to the post, share their post, and then go and ask them questions, whether it's publicly or through a private message. You know, using social media to actually ask questions and gain intelligence. I think that's a big one. Using SAM.gov, USA Spending, FPDS, any of those sources to look at past contracts. Again, this stuff is at your fingertips. It's free. We're not even talking the bid matching stuff, which that's a whole other level of research you can do. But all of these free tools are right there for you to be able to do some research on an agency, what they've bought in the past, who at the agency has bought it, so that you can gain that intelligence to prepare to know who to reach out to, who to ask questions of. If they've bought this in the last five years, they're probably going to need to replace it in the next couple of years or whenever it is. Hey, they did this contract three years ago. It was a five-year contract. We've got two years left. I need to start prepping. Those are all things that you can do just by looking online. The next one here is capability briefs. Look, a capability brief is not just your opportunity to come in and tell the government what you sell and how they should buy from you. It's your opportunity to ask questions. Hey, I've gone through my presentation here. This is what we do. I've noticed in your forecast and on your website, you talk about some of these opportunities. Are there some things that's not on the website, not in the forecast? You can drill in, or maybe there's an opportunity that you specifically want to ask them questions about. It was something you saw in the forecast. It was a 
sources saw, you saw six months ago, but you haven't seen the RFP come out. That capability brief is your opportunity to ask them a lot of questions. Another one is just simple email. I don't know why people don't want to send emails to people and just ask questions. Hey, you know, I saw this RFP that came out. I saw this sources saw it came out. I saw this forecast item here and I've got two questions on it, which by the way, when you're doing this, ask one, two, maybe three questions. That's it. Make sure they're simple. If you ask one question with 11 parts, you're probably not getting an answer to that, or you're going to get some really short answer that, you know, you can tell they're irritated and they just say, Hey, go do your research, go look in the forecast, go look in whatever. They don't have time to answer a question with 11 parts or 18 questions on whatever it is, but they will respond. Contracting officers will respond. If you just have one or two quick, simple questions, those are the ones that you're looking for. I didn't even talk about just picking up the phone and calling people. That is kind of an obvious one. It's kind of mixed in with a lot of that, but that's another one. It's picking up the phone and just calling and asking questions, which we're going to kind of do that here through this scenario. So here's the scenario. So here's the scenario that we are going to run through here. Let's imagine that you pick up the phone and you call a contracting officer at Fort Hood. You call them and say, hey, I saw something in your forecast. It looks like it was slotted for the fall. Is that still the case? Maybe they say yes. Maybe they say no. Do you think it will go out you know, to a set-aside category? Is it going to be full and open? They say yes or no. They tell you the answer. Would you consider a specific contract vehicle like GSA, NASA Soup, STARS, you know, whatever it may be? Do you have any similar projects that aren't in your forecast? Now, look, those are just a couple of questions that I asked there. And whatever their answers are, you can now use that intelligence to call teaming partners, to strategize with your folks. So here's how I would use the intelligence that I just gathered from them. After the phone call to the Fort Hood person, I would use this intel to call a specific teaming partner and say something along the lines of this. Hey, I've been speaking with Jack Smith over at Fort Hood. That lets them know I'm talking to a contracting officer. They're already working with Fort Hood. They likely know who Jack is. So I'm kind of name dropping. Hey, I've been talking to Jack Smith over at Fort Hood. Are you tracking ABC opportunity that's coming out this fall? And if they know Jack, and if they're in the same NAICS codes as you, they're focusing on the same things, they're likely tracking. Yeah, 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 we're tracking that. Maybe they're not. Hey, it sounds like it's going to come out as an 8A opportunity on STARS or whatever, right? I'm just, again, I'm just making this up. It sounds like it's going to come out as a set aside. And I think we'd be extremely competitive if we teamed up on this. We have to be the prime since we're an 8A and you're not, but we love the fact that your team is local to Fort Hood when you have some past performance. But I think we'd be really competitive if we teamed up on this thing. What do you think? And then maybe you throw this in at the, at the end, you say, Hey, yo, Jack says there's a couple of similar projects that are coming out between now and then, but they're smaller. And if we team up on those and win even one of them, we'll be in a great position in the fall when this comes out. What are your thoughts? That scenario is the scenario you should be having or the conversation you should be having with teaming partners versus calling up randomly and saying, hey, we noticed that uh, you sell lighting and we'd sure like to team up with you so that we could sell some of that too. What do you say? Because that's the conversation most people have. So it's calling, gathering a little bit of intelligence. When I call the Fort Hood CEO in that particular scenario, I ask four questions. 
I saw something in your forecast. Is it still slotted? Is it going to come out as a set-aside or full and open? Is there a specific contract vehicle? Are there similar projects? That's all I asked that person. And then you saw how I used the intelligence to frame it for the teaming partner that I've got a relationship with them. Because you do. You've talked to that person. You've built a little bit of a relationship. You have some intel about specific opportunities, not just one, but multiple opportunities coming out. And you've framed it on how you can work together. That is how you gather intelligence and actually use it to get teaming partners and position yourself and your team for success in this business. That's just one example, but it's kind of a comprehensive example. So you get the feel of how easy this can be. If you have questions about this, as always, I'd love to hear them. Reach out to me anytime. We'll see you next time. I really hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast and screenshot it and tag me on LinkedIn or whatever social media you use. So thank you again for joining us today and we'll see you next time.